Hey everyone, my name is Rod, I'm an editor at The Irrelevant Publication, and this is The Irrelevant Podcast. Each week, or whenever we drop one of these, we're going to talk about something irrelevant, something unimportant, but something that somebody, usually me, found interesting enough to talk about it and to tell you about it for about 15 or 20 minutes. There's no agenda behind this show, we're not trying to shape any sort of future. We're not trying to change anyone's mind. We're not even trying to entertain, really. Um, This is just irrelevant information that's getting out there. Um, So yeah, with that being said, let's go ahead and get started. Me hold my head in shame, so I hold it more and hold it head in vain. Couple tumbling on the bed, say I'm insane. Psych seven on top of on something. And David's son told me to put down a drink, dog. I got a link song in the for the thing, dog. I guess Santa and I fill it up head off. In this episode of the Irrelevant Podcast, we are going to talk about the Ohio State flag. Let me just come out of the gate right now and say it. I really like flags. I just think they're cool. Um, They mean so much. They symbolize a whole people, be it a whole country, a whole state, a city, a county, whatever it may be. The flag is supposed to represent that whole group of people. If it's a military unit, it's supposed to represent that whole unit. A flag encapsulates so much history, so much of the culture. It's supposed to, at least. A flag can tell you so much about a place, a country. and, and just think of like the really cool emblematic flags out there. I mean, when you see the stars and stripes, you know it, it, it evokes a certain feeling in you. When you see the Lone Star flag, you know about Texas, the Mexico flag with an eagle eating a cactus. Uh, you got like dragons on flags like whales or Bhutan. And then you have like those those symbolically evil flags, if you're in the Western world at least, which are like the USSR flag with the crimson field and the hammer and sickle or the Chinese flag, which is also crimson, but with the stars on the left. Um, Flags just have so much meaning in them. And uh, when they're really well designed, they, they they, they just like lodge a place, at least in my mind, and they're there forever. Um, And that's what the Ohio State flag is. The Ohio State flag is one of the most unique flags out there. And it has like overall just a really cool story. And that's what we're gonna talk about today. Um, To begin with, Ohio became a state on March 1st of 1803. And it didn't get a flag until 1902. That is 99 years without a flag. I mean, for 99 years, the people of Ohio really had nothing to identify themselves with. Um, it's just like, okay, we're just Ohio. Uh, I mean, <laughs> and this is like 19, this is like 1900. I can't even, I don't even think this, like any football team existed or a basketball team existed. I don't really know what the people of Ohio used as like a rallying cry, uh, or like something to gather around other than the American flag, but something to really symbolize themselves as Ohioans. Um, I guess there's Ohio State University or whatever, but it just seems crazy to me that for almost a hundred years, 
this state didn't have a flag. I mean, Texas had six flags, you know, and it like it's had six flags in all of its history. Um, the United States, one of the first things it ever did was, you know, since from day one had a flag. Um, but Ohio, almost 100 years until 1902, uh, when a flag was designed for the 1902 Pan American Exposition that took place in Buffalo, New York. Um, there's another really cool aspect to the story. Uh, because in this exposition or this world, it's like kind of like a World's Fair type of scenario, except apparently it's only Pan-American, so all of the Western Hemisphere, or maybe, I'm not entirely sure if it was even extended to like Mexico or Canada. The point is that in the 1902 Pan-American Exposition in Buffalo, New York, President McKinley got shot and he died four days later. Um... The really messed up part about this is that one of the things that was being like showcased in the World's Fair was the X-ray machine. You know, it's the first time that the X-ray machine was shown off. And President McKinley got shot but didn't die immediately. He died four days later uh, because of gangrene. Uh, like the bullets, they couldn't find the bullets and they infected and the president died. Now... The x-ray machine was right there. It was like on display. Why didn't they use it? Because uh, doctors were uncertain about the side effects. Now the real jacked up part is that the operating room in which they were working on President McKinley didn't even have electric lights. So you had this fair that had lights all over the place. You know, buildings trying to attract the attention of everyone showing off the latest technology and the President of the United States is receiving treatment in a room without electric lights, under candlelight, in 1902, at the fair, where it's like the forefront of technology is being showed off. It'd be like if the President now got hurt at CES in Las Vegas, and they didn't have, I don't know, internet to look up what he had. It just It just seems ridiculous to me that... This is supposed to be, like, the most technologically advanced place in the whole of Pan America, and they couldn't find the bullet. Like, that, that's just crazy. It shows how far we've come since 1902 that uh, something like that wouldn't happen right now, or, or we think of how ridiculous it is, but I don't know. In any case, the flag was designed by architect John Eisenman, um, who designed the flag to go along with the Exhibition Hall for Ohio at the fair. Uh, he designed the Exhibition Hall and everything. And I think, I'm not entirely sure, but I'm pretty, like, I, I'm, I'm about 55% sure that John Eisenman began the rich tradition of architects designing flags. Because there's been a, there's been a, a fair amount of architects that have designed flags for different countries and, uh, along the years, like, uh, there was this guy, Rem Kulhas, who designed a flag for the European Union. Uh, it didn't get adopted, but it was pretty cool. It kind of looked like a barcode, uh, and I'll put the I'll put the picture up on the website. But it looked like a barcode of all the the like you take the three colors for each member state and you put them all right next to each other in like a barcode format, and it looked it looked pretty cool. Um, there's this other architect. His name is Kyle Lockwood, who designed a flag for the New Zealand referendum. So uh, New Zealand has had a referendum to try and change its flag uh, because, you know, it has the Union Jack and it kind of looks like Australia's flag except the stars are red and outlined in white 
and all the Australians are white. Um, so they had a referendum, and this guy, Kyle Lockwood, kind of combined the uh, silver fern with the black background and the Union Jack. Um, and I thought it was pretty cool. It definitely looks different than Australia or any of the other um, UK Commonwealth nations, but it got shot down. And uh, there's this other architect, his name is Peter Hancock. He designed the flag of Lesotho, which is this country in Africa, and it's pretty legit. So, yeah, Eisenman uh, saw a need <laughs> for a flag in order to showcase Ohio, and he took it upon himself. He said, hey, I'm designing these buildings. Might as well design this flag. And he even came up with, like, the blueprints for the flag. Um, I'll put that up also on the website, but it's super detailed. You have degrees and lines and bearings and proportions and everything it's like a super this guy really took care as to what he was designing as to what he made he was very deliberate in what he wanted to create and that's something that's really cool because so many flags so many lame flags are left up to committees or they're uh, left up to you know uh, politicians or uh, just bogged down in city hall meetings or so many lazy flags just take a seal and put it on a background and that's awful and so to see the care and the detail that John Eisenman went into when creating this flag it just makes it really cool and I think that's part of why this flag is, is so good looking What part of why this flag is so distinctive um, and that takes us to the flag itself the biggest thing about this flag is that it's not a rectangle it's not a rectangle, it's not a square, it is a burgee, or a swallowtail, or a gaiden. It's kind of like, the way I always describe it is, you know the YMCA dance, when you do the Y? Uh, like, so, do the Y, and then move to the right, and see how your arms kind of try to come together? That's kind of what the flag looks like. Um, it is really a very pretty flag it has the red white and blue it has that swallowtail design which means it's not rectangular it has a blue triangle it has an o that also doubles as a buckeye which is like the state symbol it has 17 stars symbolizing uh the 17th state of ohio um it has 13 stars separate from four because you know representing 13 original colonies it's just a really well thought out flag. It's a really unique flag. Um, in fact, um, this is what I'm, I'm going to read to you guys what the official Ohio State Code says about the flag. And it says as follows. The flag of the state shall be burgee shaped. It shall have three red and two white horizontal stripes that represent the roads and waterways of the state. The union of the flag shall be 17 five-pointed stars, white in the blue triangular field that represent the state's hills and valleys, the base of which shall be the staff end or vertical edge of the flag, and the apex of which shall be the center of the middle red stripe. The stars shall be grouped around a red disc superimposed upon a white circular O. The 13 stars grouped around the O represent the original states of the United States, and the four stars added to the peak of the triangle symbolize that Ohio was the 17th state admitted to the Union. The O represents the O in Ohio and suggests the state's nickname, the Buckeye State. So, yeah, if you didn't get it, the O in the flag represents the O 
in Ohio and no other, well, the real question is, which O? The first O or the last O? Uh, Eisenman didn't leave that up to in his blueprint, but you guys get what I mean. Um, so yeah, it, it's just like a lot of thought went into this flag. It's really a super cool flag. Um, another really weird thing about it is that the flag, the flag's uncommon shape um, has made it so that some foreign manufacturers uh, don't actually like create it in that virgie shape. Instead, what they do is they kind of like set it against a white rectangle. So you take like a white flag, the rectangle, and then you kind of just make it as like if it were as if the virgie or the, the state was like embedded into that white flag. Uh, so you don't have to do any fancy cutting. You don't need to rework any machines or anything like that. I am looking for a cheap Chinese-made Ohio State flag that is set against a white rectangle. Uh, just because I think that would be really cool. If you have one, um, send me a tweet or send the relevant pub a tweet because I want to see it. Um, and also, lastly, the last cool thing about this flag is that some Eagle Scout made up a way to fold it. Uh, the guy's name was Alex Weinstock. And Alex Weinstock was an Ohio Boy Scout who, for his Eagle Scout service project, um, made up like a fancy way to fold the flag. Uh, now, this is super intricate because it requires two people and there's like 17 folds and it has become a law as to how you're supposed to fold this flag. Um, it's like a 17-step thing. You need two guys. Um, and if you don't do it right, um, I think LeBron James gets to dunk on you or something like that. In any case, uh, <laughs> when I was doing research for this, I saw uh, something on, on how it was folded. And it just quotes, A flag manufacturer in Arkansas stated that the process is quite difficult. So it may be easy for an Eagle Scout from Ohio, but for a flag manufacturer from Arkansas, the process is quite difficult uh, and that's just pretty cool um, so yeah the Ohio State flag made and made its debut when a president got killed uh, it's not rectangular it's designed by an architect um, it's the only state flag that's not rectangular in the United States um, and it has its own unique way that it's supposed to be folded or you're breaking the law. Um, so I think that's pretty cool. I think that's pretty unique. And yeah, it's definitely irrelevant. So that's it. Thank you for listening. And there will be some more irrelevant information coming your way soon. Thanks.